0: Corner. In the neutral corner. Three, four. Hey guys, welcome back to In the Neutral Corner with RJ Summerlin. Um, I'm going to do a short little double episode this week. Uh, I'm going to do a short one to preview UFC 292, um, and then we will review UFC 292 um, either tomorrow or Monday morning. Um, Pretty stacked card, to be honest. Uh, headlined by Aljamain Sterling, Sean O'Malley, um, for the bantamweight championship, <clears throat> and then the women's strawweight championship is up for grabs uh, when Zhang Weilei, I think that's how you say her name, was, um, she's taking on Amanda Limos. Uh, that's gonna be a oof, that's gonna be a good one. Uh, welterweight, uh, Ian Gary. So the welterweight Conor McGregor. You know the new Conor McGregor. He's fighting Neil Magny, uh, which is a good test for him. Good, good tough test. Neil's just coming off of a split decision victory against Phil Rowe, which was no easy task. I mean that fight was that was a good, interesting fight. Phil's a great, uh, a great fighter, great striker, great grappler, very well rounded guy. You know Neil Magny of course is long on the tooth, and uh, I think he has the most wins in the welterweight division. I'm not sure. He's been around for for a hot minute. Um, Marlon Vera fighting Pedro uh, Munoz, that's going to be a good one. I'm hoping Marlon can get it back, get it taken care of, and uh, do the things that, you know, we are really hoping that he can do. Um, you know, he took a hard loss in his last fight against Sanhagen, I believe it was, but, you know, truth be told, Sanhagen, it's it's styles make fights, you know. And I'm hoping that Marlon can get back in the win column with that one. Dude, main fight on the prelim card. Chris Weidman makes his return after, I think it's been two years since his leg break. First and only strike thrown in that fight. Broke his leg against Uriah Hall. He's returning against Brad Tavares, so they didn't give this former champ, coming off of this major surgery in any type of easy fight, uh, going right into Brad Tavares. so. <clears throat> you know, honestly, I really hope Weidman is able to go in there and get it done. I like Brad Tavares too, though, so this would be a really good opportunity for him to go in there and beat a big name. Um, that's a really interesting fight. Let's see, uh, Gregory Rodriguez. That dude's a that's RoboCop. That's the guy that got kneed in the forehead, and you could see his skull. Uh, yeah. So I pick him to win. He's fighting Dillis. Uh, I, I, Dennis. I can't even pronounce his last name. Um, but that's gonna be a that's gonna be a pretty good fight. Um, Austin Hubbard versus Kurt Hoblaw. Holliball or whatever. Kurt from Louisiana. He's a Gracie United guy. Um, I'm hoping that that Kurt wins. Austin Hubbard, man, if he wins, he'll be a two-time uh, Ultimate Fighter winner. That's a really good matchup there. Um, God, so interesting, right? Big big day for Kurt. Big day for Kurt. And then of course uh, the bantamweight, you know Brad Katona versus uh, Cody Gibson. That's oh man, you know that's another good one. That's going to be, uh, you know, we sat there and watched these guys, you know, go through the go through this this whole rigmarole of the Ultimate Fighter. It does seem to be quite outdated, if you ask me, especially with the Contender Series doing what it's doing. But these guys got were able to get some good exposure on their attitudes and how they deal with things and and stuff like that, so, um, let's see, which one of these do I want to break down, because I don't want to do a super long episode, uh, you know, honestly, my thoughts on the main event, Al Sterling versus Sean O'Malley, I do believe that Al is going to win, I, I, I think Al will get the stoppage, I think it'll probably happen, so, it'll either happen in the first round, late in the first round, where they're kind of dancing on their feet a little bit, and then Al Jermaine finally gets this takedown and drags him down, and, you know, he's either going to TKO him or he's going to sub him out on the ground. I really, oh, man, I mean, I guess for some reason I just don't feel O'Malley losing a five-round decision where he's just getting um, mauled. I feel like Aljo should be going for the finish. So with that being said, if Aljo's going for the finish, he should I think he'll get the finish. And I think it's either gonna be a late finish. It's either gonna be early or late. So it's either gonna be it's gonna be like late, late in the first round, early, or it's gonna be late in the fight third ish, fourthish round. And I think Aljo wins. I don't think I don't think there's really any way um that O'Malley can get it done other than just, you know, obviously puncher's chance. Obviously if he catches um, Al Jermaine doing something silly or being out of position, of, that that can always happen. So, like, but when you're talking about X's and O's and numbers and grappling and this and that, um, I, I just really believe that they're pushing Sean as hard as they can. They don't want Al Jermaine sterling the champ. They don't want him to win the way that he won the, the belt as far as by DQ. Yeah, he avenged the loss, but, you know, People are very cynical when it comes to things like that. Um, but I am I think Alge- Aljo gets the win. I, I hope he gets the win. Um, Zhang Wei Li and Amanda Limos, man, that's a toss-em-up. Um, I think Zhang is going to take it. I think the way that that woman fights is scary, right, because she fights with conviction. She She goes out there to fight. She doesn't go out there to win on points or – Pepper you up. She is swinging the whole time, and it's all technical. I'm not saying that she's not technical. What I'm saying is that she's not trying to go out there and outpoint you. She's going out there to finish you, to fight you. Um, and that style is very hard to deal with. When you have someone that believes in that style and is able to perform, you know, at that level, um, you know, it's it's very hard to stop that. And so I, I think that she wins. I think that it'll probably be an, an, a decision. Um, I think Ian Gary loses to Neil Magny. I think this is a big pro- proving ground fight for him. I, I, I believe that. And I'm hoping that we get to see his star shine. You know. Um, but I like Neil Magny. I'm a Neil Magny fan, and I think that Neil doesn't get his due respect. And... Um, he has to beat he Ian has to beat him to to further his his little whatever he's trying to do right now. Right? His his superstar. Um Neil has the foil for that. Neil Neil is a well-rounded guy. Yeah, he, he's got good striking and stuff. He's a good grappler. Um he's got a high motor, grapple for days. Um so those are really the only ones I'm going to touch on just because we kind of already went over Brad Tavares and Chris Weidman. Um, I don't really have a dog to pick in that fight. Wyman, it's a great comeback story. Brad Tavares, is good for him. He's been he's been here, but that's another good name to have under his belt. And he needs to have some sort of top ten title run, you know. Um, Gregory Rodriguez, Dennis Tolan, uh, you know, Austin Hubbard, Kurt Hoblaw, you know. I mean, we talked about that. You know, we've watched everything. Um, it's overall a good card. I'm really excited about it. Uh, you know, um, it. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting. Uh, oh wow, Demond Blackshear fought last week. weight. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. He's stepping in on a, a late. Notice because Cody Garbrandt wasn't able to make make this event. Um, yeah, so interesting fights coming up. You know, uh, don't forget September eighth, just right around the corner. You have an amazing game break card, bare knuckle MMA. Just they're coming out torching folks with all these announcements, and they just released a uh, they just released a a workout uh, a uh, filmed workout of. Junior De Santos and man, my man looks dangerous, dude. I'm telling you, you'd have to pay me a lot of money to want to get in there with that guy. He is so fast at that size. I mean, just God, it looks brutal, dude. Um man, other than that, not not a whole lot to talk about. Uh there will be much more to talk about after. Um I'm excited about it. You know the Wonderboy Thompson thing. You know we talked a little bit about it last week, and basically Dana's come out and said that he's not. You know he's not going to get the pay or whatever. And you know I, I took a take on it last week that as a fighter you should be ready to fight. But you know it's also been brought to my attention. Um, Ariel Hawani said it on his podcast, and even uh, our local fighter Cam Bennett came up to me and was talking to me about it, and uh, was you know at that age, you know. 40 plus it is hard to fight any and everybody doesn't matter what their style when you're younger that is easier but when you've been preparing for a certain type of fighter a certain type of style um maybe maybe even a certain type of stance and then it gets switched up and you want to fight again on two weeks notice and all one one loss will you know it knocks you off the pedestal it really does. If your name's not Conor McGregor, a loss knocks you down off the pedestal. That's just facts. It's just how it is. It's unfortunate, but it is how it is. So, you know, um, I get it. You know, I get both sides. I really do. Like, as a fighter, you want to do it. As Your coaches and your team are talking to you about the X's and O's behind the scenes. And because the UFC is so intermingled with WWE, and because the UFC is so entertainment driven more than it is sports driven it makes more sense right because if it makes sense then it makes dollars right and it makes more sense to not take an L for for a stupid fight just to make a little bit of money when the reality is is that one L could cost you money could cost you opportunities could cost you sponsorships could cost you appearances you know that's why the fight game is so hard it's more than just getting in there and fighting somebody you have to get in there you have to fight somebody you have to look good fighting somebody you have to end it good fighting somebody. you have to have style you have to have swag you have to be able to speak with a silver, you know with a silver tongue you have to be able to know and you have to be your own pr person while also having a pr person and people don't think about these things these ins these outs all while watching what you eat watching what you say watching what you wear watching where you are Watching who you're with, it's all perspective. That's all being famous is, is just perspective. Everybody's a normal human being, just like you and I. Everybody gets up in the morning and they want to sleep in. But different people have different modes and different clicks, you know? And it's just about perspective. And they have to keep this illusion of this is what they are and this is who they are is perspective of whatever and when you take an l perspective shifts and it it shifts in ways like even at the amateur level or even at the lower level you know it's like you're dating a girl right and you you're talking to her and oh i'm a fighter and i do this and i do that and then you take her to a fight and you get the brakes beat off of you now if she's a good woman she's a good person and she loves you for you and enjoys you for you doesn't have to be love enjoys you for you then that's okay and then that's how it is and then we know that hey win win some lose some that's just the absolute bottom line of the sport you win some you lose some but most of, not most of the time but if it's in a new perspective or even with it, if it's a shallow person like that person's perspective changes on you a little bit you just got your ass beat in front of them like they're always going to remember that they're always going to know that, and it, even though that may not be a good gauge, the perspective has changed, and that's what Wonder Boy is trying not to do. Wonderboy Boy can beat anybody. However, if he loses, it hurts. It hurts his momentum. It hurts everything. So this, you know, that's a hard that's a hard spot to be in. I, I do think the UFC should throw him some money. He did train. He did everything he was supposed to do. He took a calculated risk, but he also should understand too. He also should understand, too, that, hey, man, you know, this is your choice, and your choice has consequences. So maybe they can pay off his camp. Maybe they can give him a little bit of money. Um, But, you know, I don't run the UFC, so I don't have that answer. Um, My man Carlos won his fight last weekend. We already talked about that. He won it with a broken arm. He had to have surgery earlier this week. So shout-out to my dude, Carlos. I really uh, appreciate all that you do, man. Wish you a speedy recovery. Um, it takes a lot of balls, man. That, that That's a lot of man balls to break that arm in the first round and uh, to go back out there and do it more. It's not something that he told me. It, it's not like he was just like, yeah, oh, I broke it by the way. No, no, no. He came in, in between rounds and told me, my, I hurt. I hurt it. I hurt my wrist. I hurt it. It might be broken. And he went out there and did it more, knowingly, poker-faced, you know. And uh, anybody can say whatever you want to about anything, but it takes a man not only to step into that ring or a woman. It takes a brave soul to step into that ring, and uh, it takes an even braver soul to continue to do so when you're injured and you're not 100%, you know, and you can have an easy way out of just saying, hey, I broke my arm, like, that's my excuse. And he came out with the dub, and I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of everybody that competed that night, uh, win and lose. I'm very proud of uh, Cam Bennett for doing what he did and uh, having the attitude that he's had about it. Um, That's already a big milestone accomplished, just having the attitude to take an L like that in stride and keep it going and understand that this game has X's and O's. And sometimes they just don't line up for you that night. It is what it is, you know. Anyways, I'm going to cut it short there. We're at 15 minutes. I said I wasn't going to do a long one, and we're running long. So, uh, appreciate you guys. Y'all have great time enjoying the fights tonight. Make your picks. Comment your picks. Let me know. Did I say something that offended you? Awesome. Talk to me about it. Did I say something that you think is stupid or don't agree with? Awesome, dude. Feedback is what I need. We could. I would love to get a debate going. This is something I'm really enjoying doing. So, thank you guys so much um love you all shout out to all my sponsors i'm not gonna do one of this podcast because i'm lazy so thank you guys so much love you all this is in the neutral corner with rj Summerlin. godspeed